Greetings, cyberspace, and welcome to episode 161 of the Double Density Podcast with your host, Brian Angelo. Double Density is your home to tech tales and paranormal primers. Now, first things first, Angelo, it's been a couple of weeks since we've recorded. Uh, you know, I've been around, you've been around, I moved, you didn't move, uh, you know, no. so I had some uh, um, changes, you, not so much. Not at all. How does that feel? Well, we've had a lot of things pop up in our way to record this podcast every once in a while. Luckily, we're not beholden to our sponsors. They're, they're pretty our, flexible with us. Yeah, go ahead. And uh, what would be your ideal sponsor? What was that sponsor we had? Oh, the, the, the fake UFO database yeah, registry thing? I can't yeah, remember like, which uh, one it was. Yeah. And there was an, also a corporation that was sponsoring us, right? For the, it was right. for the, the fake UFO database. I can't say that. Yeah. Fake UFO database. There we go. Yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So that would be an ideal one for you. What about Apple? Yeah. If Apple came over, they never do podcast reads, but what if they made an exception? They said, you know what, Angelo? This is it. Well, I mean, they've made announcements about podcasts, so maybe they're going to start sponsoring them too. They're going to start charging people and podcasts are no longer going to be free. Right? <laughs> that, that's what I took away. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. That's not how it works here. Not at uh, all. So yeah, I moved. I now have a dedicated space to house my things and my mic and my mixer because before this, my wife and I were sharing a kitchen table and uh, every single <laughs> podcast, I'd have to unplug everything and put it away, which was kind of annoying after a while. Um, so now I can just put the mic in the corner, turn my mixer off, call it a day. Yeah, it's kind of what happened with me when I moved to the basement. I can leave the mic just on the side and I just swing it over and bring it back in front of me. I'd love the idea that perhaps in your mind that you just record rants to yourself during the day. I do. I keep them for myself. They're, it's <laughs> what's taking up most of my hard drive space on my Mac. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're, you're exporting in Wave. Yeah, exactly. I need the best quality for my rants. <laughs> what, I mean, they need to be saved for future uh, generations. Right, of course. Because you, of course, uh, have this now in your mind because uh, just before recording, you told me that you're reading Obama's book. Yeah. Yeah. My... <laughs> I'm leaving that? that in. That is my slow cooked white bean chili uh, is ready. Um, so the slow cooker has it on uh, low right now. So I'm fine until we stop recording. Such th- does life. your slow cooker have an app or is that just your timer? No, no, sound? this is an older one. No, I set a timer on my phone. Okay, okay. It's no, not, not a that connected the slow cooker. No, but we recently got a washer and dryer combo. Um, okay. And that from LG, that has an app that you can use, which I refuse to use because I'm not connecting my washer and dryer. No. I've seen too many Internet of Things. Um, um, memes and shit posts pop up for me to want to engage uh, with my appliances in that way. I, I watched a documentary on HBO like yesterday. I can't remember the title. I think it was like The Perfect Weapon. It's about uh, cyber attacks and things like that. And uh, yeah, Internet of Things things can be used very easily. Absolutely, to... which is why I don't want my washer and dryer to end up as part of a botnet. Yeah, I have my uh, very few Internet of Things uh, connected only within my house they can't call out to anything oh well that's good news then yeah they're they're firewalled <laughs> uh as is the rest of your life right always except though you 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 show some cracks in your firewall um because you recently tried tiktok which was very surprising to me well it was actually upon request of you to let me to, to have me try it for the show and, yes uh, and uh um so i'm going to read uh the text that you said <laughs> to me um, from the last couple of weeks, and I th- we'll get into this. So uh, April 9th, this is you, Angelo. I signed up for TikTok. I looked up yoga because that's what I do for exercise, and I like to find ideas, and the results were not what I expected. It's sensory overload, and some of the top results were a little mm, embarrassing, I would say. Like if I was on the train looking at it, I would hide my phone. Still true? Yeah. 
It's so now I so I I well. No wait, you, let's no, no. We're gonna do this chronologically. Just agree with my question or disagree? No, no, I totally agree. It was horrible what it was coming up because when I when I looked up the yoga hashtag, the top results were uh, borderline pornographic. Just like any social media at this point, right? No, because on Instagram, if you look up yoga, you actually get some incredible results. Fair enough, but I guess, uh, yeah. Instagram's a little cleaner, I guess. I don't know. TikTok is the Wild West. April 10th. FYI, my take so far on TikTok is that it's mostly a cesspool of garbage. Especially if you don't follow anyone. I'm wondering if I start following people, if it will be better. Okay, and the explanation of this is that when I told you I was signing up for the show, you said, okay, perfect. Don't follow anyone. Don't like anything. Uh, just see what the system serves up to you. And exactly. it serves up trash. Because <laughs> I was kind of curious because you had an untainted algorithm as it pertains to TikTok, right? So on April 15th, you texted, I deleted TikTok. It's terrible. Especially if you don't fave anything or follow anyone. You get what the masses want to see. And it's basically college girls dancing in dorm rooms. I think my biggest mistake was looking up yoga. I was about to say. Yeah, because then it's like, oh, he likes girls in tight pants. No, that's not what I want to see. I want to see people doing yoga poses. Be, be it men or women, I don't care. I want to get some ideas for my uh, for my exercise in the morning, besides having to watch a video all the time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a mistake. So now what I've done today is I downloaded it again, and I said, okay, let's try to see how it goes with me favoriting things that I like. So far, I've only come up across like one thing that made me laugh and I favorited it. And I changed what I was looking for. So I added a lot more options, I guess you would say, like of what I like. Like I put comedy, I put uh, car racing, things like that, right? And we'll see what happens. So far, it's still the same garbage I was getting before, but I guess it's still tainted from my previous uh, foray yeah. into TikTok. Your binge, your yoga binge, where you just, you watched women dance for days at a time. And it came up also because we were talking about it at uh, dinner time, and I said, "Oh, uh, tonight I'm talking about uh, about uh, TikTok on the podcast." And my son, who was seven, says, "Oh yeah, so and so has TikTok, and so and so on TikTok, and like all kinds of kids in his class. All kinds of seven year olds have TikTok, apparently. Wow. And that blows my mind because it doesn't take much for horrible things to come up there that I would not want children to see. I have nothing to say about that." And I sound like a prude, don't I? I guess it's like, oh, and especially the way you read my text messages. You make me sound like I should be on Fox News on well, like, the you next kind guest of on do, Tucker Carlson. You, you have narc energy. I think we've talked about this. You, kinda, <laughs> you have narc energy. Let's not deny this. So to me, I, it doesn't read off base. Yeah. I still don't think I'd make a good Tucker Carlson guest. Yeah, you're far too rational. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's... Uh, I, I think he's, he's finally uh, flying off the deep end. He his his maniacal laughter is, is haunting me. Yeah, I, I, we saw a few tweets of that this week, and uh, it's kind of scary. Yeah, uh, watching someone f- like publicly combust is is interesting, um, and unfortunate to watch. Yeah, you know, I don't well, particularly care or like for him. In this case, no one really likes him anyway. That's true. Except- is that mean? But he's horrible, right? He's like a white supremacist. He's like a, a white supremacist in cheap's clothing. In white yeah, I mean, clothing. like his his way of thinking and his way of presenting things is definitely like he got mad about Canada. We talked about that last episode, I think. Well, he kept showing Justin Trudeau's trip to India, which was over two years ago, and as if that was a bad thing. Just internationalism, globalism mm-hmm. is really bad. So yeah, that's on. Oh well, oh well. Um, good riddance to Tucker Carlson. We're no longer no longer sponsoring a show. <laughs>
<laughs> it's pretty cold out here to say that, Angelo. Well, you know what? Next time, be a better person. Next week on Double Density. Bob the Printer reveals all. All right, so let us talk about something that happened to me after I moved in, right? Okay, so I got to preface this by saying I moved in uh, downstairs. So I, we had a smaller apartment on the second floor and a larger apartment on the first floor opened up. So we took it and uh, so still same neighbors. I know them all. And uh, this earlier this week, I got a knock on my door um, in the middle of the day and I opened it and it was my older neighbor. And she's an Eastern European woman in her late 70s. Super nice. She used to have a dog and unfortunately passed. But we used to see her in the streets all the time. And uh, I thought something had either happened to her or her husband. And she was coming to get some help. But she quickly explained to me that she bought or wanted to buy some crypto. So she went to the bank to get a wire transfer for one of these um, um, apps slash services. That's actually pretty legit, the one that she wanted to use. Um, it's backed by Lloyds of London. You know, it all seems on the up and up. But unfortunately... Um, uh, her money didn't end up in her account and she just wanted to buy, and I quote, Dougie coin. I love that. It's very cute. So it is very cute, but at the same time, uh, so, uh, I took down her number and we've been texting. And so yesterday I met up with her and she showed me all of her documentation in the app and everything is above board. And that's okay. the thing. The problem is that it's definitely the app or the service. It's not her because all of the, the numbers for the accounts and, the, and everything matched up. And uh, so I asked her, I'm like, where did you hear about Dogecoin? You know, I didn't want to say Dogecoin and then get into it. Um, so she said that she um, has some friends who are in investments and um, uh, she started to laugh because she's like stocks and bonds. I trade in that. So she seems to be a day trader. And she was just telling me, she's like, that kind of stuff is super easy. I have a trading account online with one of the banks in Canada. I can do what I want. She goes, you she's know, like I'm a not, secret millionaire. She owns the building you live in. I, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like she is wealthy. Um, but okay. it's really funny because she's very savvy, right? And she was telling me all the different crypto she wanted to buy. She's like, I want to buy Dougie Coin. I want to buy some Ripple. You know, and she was going through the list and she was trying to find an exchange where she could do all these things. And uh, it was kind of amazing. And then she's like, I don't want to use Wealth Simple, which is kind of like the de facto one because they only have Bitcoin and uh, Ethereum on it. And she's like, well, you know, like the funds are in the States too. Like she had these really like very intricate explanations of things. And I was like, you know what? I salute to you. Um, and she kind of surprised me a little bit because I was expecting her to say, you know, I heard about it on the news or read about it in a newspaper and I decided to take the jump. But really, she is uh, an investor and she understood what crypto was. She was explaining everything to me and like, like she was going into like why she finds the mining super interesting. And I was just like, this is insane, but cool. So, so basically she knows more than you. It's just the technical aspect that she was having issues with. She just wanted confirmation that she didn't do anything wrong. And I could, conf okay. I could have confirmed that for her. Okay. Okay, so it was kind of surprising. Yeah, it was, it was the, you know, it was a bit of a saga because it's it's five days now, right, since I initially tweeted about it. Um, but she's very sweet. I'm very glad that uh, things are working out or should be working out for her. She's going to get to, to the bank to figure out what she could do today. So I guess I'll see what happens to her. I'm supposed to text her in a couple of days. While you were there, did you teach her about the TikTok? I didn't. I, though I feel like she'd do quite well on it. Better than me, apparently. That's true. Yeah. Will you, are you going to be posting any TikTok content? No, definitely not. Okay, well, that's... All right, fine. No, no, I'm, I'm, I, I put it again just to test it again, and I'm probably going to delete it again because, you know, beyond, like, Twitter and Instagram, and even those, it's a stretch. I hardly even look at those. I'm not going to be much of a social media personality. I did tweet something this afternoon, though. I don't know if you saw. I tweeted about my frustration. 
let's talk about your frustration. Well, your your uh, uh, enduring passion and heat for all things Apple. So, firstly, uh, a new Apple event appeared on the horizon. You know, forget the wife and kids. This is what you actually live for in the year, right? That was last week. Um, we're recording this on uh, Monday, April 26th, and the Apple event was on uh, 420, of course. There were no uh, weed jokes, unfortunately. Tim Apple didn't blaze one? Well, they've made weed jokes in the past when they were naming uh, OS, OS 10 at the time, but no, no weed jokes. But Tim looks ripped. I don't know if you saw him, but like he's wearing a tight black t-shirt with, and he's like got bulging biceps. Look great. <laughs> You were very excited about that part, I guess. Workout with Tim. That's the new app, actually. That was the whole event. It was just talking about his new workout app. Where he just, he's flexing all the time? He's taking over Fitness Plus. No more uh, trainers. It's just Tim Cook. <laughs> just all over and over, 24 Tim. hours a day. Yeah. So they come out and uh, they talked about AirTags. Finally. <laughs> After years <laughs> Finally. and years of, of these things being rumored. They've been rumored since 2019. And then they were going to come out in, in uh, March of 2020. But obviously, they would have been kind of useless when nobody was able to travel anymore. Do you think it's actually worth it? No. For me, not really. The price is, is on par with anything of this type of uh, like of product, right? Like tiles are about the same price. So what are, what are AirTags for those who, don't, who are listening who don't care? Okay, a good example of using them, the example they used in their ad, is putting them on a keychain. So you put a, an AirTag on a keychain, and you can locate the device. So you know how you have Find My iPhone? Well, now it's Find My whatever, right? Like the Find It's a my literal app. dongle. It's a dongle. Yeah, it is literally dongling off your keys. What's neat is the interface. If you have a newer iPhone, like you or I do, an 11 or a better, they use the U1 chip in that phone, and you can locate it within, like, feet. Really? And it, yeah. So once you get within uh, 40 feet or so, the interface changes on Find My and it, la- it actually turns into an arrow pointing you in the right direction. I'm very intrigued to see what the body modifiers do with this. Oh, yeah. Uh, the thing is, is that like you can't really use it like Spider-Man and track your enemies because they start beeping after a while. And it notifies whoever has one that, hey, uh, it's no longer near the person who owns this thing. Wh- what's happening? Oh, you mean that people couldn't figure out how to look into the code and turn that off? Okay. We'll see. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, Apple's perfect, so they can't prevent... Uh, they, they can't have bad code. <laughs> Though they never do. They don't, they don't uh, very quickly send out patch notes for anything? Never. No? But so, uh, so the event, I really wasn't that excited about AirTags. Like, okay, great. They're finally out. Maybe I'll get some when I travel again to put on my luggage. Maybe. Do you lose but your I'm luggage not. ever? No, no, but then I can have something to like worry about when I'm. Well, I was about to say just something else that you need to like think about in your your brain space. Why is the luggage not on the plane yet? Why is it not on the plane yet? We're like (laughs) taking it. Why is it not on the plane yet? No, so like I don't want to deal with that. So I think it's fine. I I don't think I'll be getting any. It's like it's not like you can track your kids with them. Here's a necklace you can wear. (laughs) Soon enough, it'll happen though. Yes. Well, I mean, you can already track your kids with your phone, right? If they have a cell phone, or if you're like a really smart parent, a leash. A leash, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, people can put them on their dogs and cats, although it's not recommended from what I understand. Why not? The 5G? Because then, uh, yeah, because 5G. They'll get uh, Corona kitty virus. <laughs> well, I mean, like a lot of people in Quebec are getting their, their chips, right? So that's good. Yeah. Don't say that too loud because they're going to block this podcast like your tweet. Oh, really? Well, that's, yeah. Uh, so uh, before I forget, uh, so that 
kind of whenever there's an Apple event, I always feel like there's an update on the horizon when it comes to to macOS and iOS. Yes, and uh, I'll get back to the to the rest of the 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 stuff that they announced. But today there was an update for everything. So in my case, it was my phone, my iPad, the HomePods, my watch, my TV, and my Mac. So everything <laughs> I have everything, Brian, everything. And um, whenever it comes to updating my watch, I always get a message saying there's not enough space to update it because I have a Series 3. There's not much storage on there. I have nothing on my watch except one app that takes up a few megabytes. It's a weather app. And um, usually it updates. It gives you the message, but it still updates. I've had to unpair my watch uh, once to get it to update. This time, though, the update's so big that when you go to the support documentation on Apple's website, it says, okay, if you have a Series 4 or higher watch, follow these. Then I sound like Christopher Walken there when I say watch. A little bit. He gave me the watch. You may have Christopher Walken DNA inside of you. Maybe. He's, it's his DNA they used in the vaccine, right? <laughs> yes, that's confirmed. It's uh, Bill Gates' money and uh, Christopher Walken's uh, yeah. uh, plasma. All right, so they gave me the watch. And I look at it, and it gives me the error, so I have to... I have to check the the support document. And the support document says, okay, skip to this if you have a Series 3. Basically, the instruction is don't do anything. Don't try even restarting it. Unpair it. Set set it up as a new watch. Download the update. Unpair it again. Then uh, pair it again based from a previous backup. (laughs) Okay. Now, if this was like a thing that was fast to do, okay, it's a hassle, but whatever. Updating an Apple Watch takes hours so like the update itself so first i had to unpair it that took about 20 minutes then i had to pair it again that took about another half an hour then i had to update it. that took about an hour then i had to unpair it again that took another 20 minutes then i had to pair it and from backup which was actually faster and that so anyway it took about three hours total so just to update a stupid watch. But just way too much for a watch. Once again, the Internet of Things, right? Because my watch, if I had one, wouldn't need to do that you because it runs it. on a battery. Yeah. I, I have a mechanical watch somewhere in the house, and uh, it, it runs on mechanics. See, if you had an AirTag, <laughs> you could find it much more easily, though. True. Uh, yeah, well, I kind of know where it is, but I'll just stick an AirTag on the back of it or on the <laughs> face of it. Yeah, so it, it was a hassle, and uh, I can't imagine... Somebody who just like your your neighbor, if she had an Apple Watch Series Three that her grandchildren bought for her, imagine her having to jump through these hoops to get it to work. Oh boy! No, they'd just go to the Apple Store. Wait, you can't even go to the Apple Store because it's still closed, isn't it? Or is it closed? It open it's now. Open. I, it's, it's open. It's open. Okay. All right. It's open for business and spreading germs. No, they're very safe there at the Apple. I think I talked about this last fall when I went to go pick up yeah. my computer, but they're very safe. No, I know. I'm. I'm they being... make you. They give. They have a pair of tongs they use to to hand you a medical mask. Yeah, they give you a new mask when you get there, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like when you go get tested for COVID or get a vaccine, which I have, or... done, I have done neither, actually. My wife has done both. And uh, so she's got her first dose. Do you, did you hear her like reboot in the night? I heard the uh, 1992 uh, PowerBook uh, chime. Oh. Actually, was there even a PowerBook in 1992? No. This would be a good place to play the uh, chime bumpers. Double Density presents the sounds of your youth.
<laughs> Thank you, Angelo, for the uh, the editorial. Just the editing here. tips, because Brian's editing this week. I am. He offered I'm, to edit. I'm stuck with you. Well, uh, yeah. So the 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 watch thing was not very exciting. Every update, other update went well. So now, speaking of updates, I got a new TV. Remember, we talked about this in December. I got a 4K TV. Yeah, right. You went from zero to 100 with the TV like real fast. Yeah, but I needed a TV. Like it was, it was. I I kept saying, oh, I don't really need a TV. I don't really need a TV. I was telling my wife just a few days ago. I'm like, I'm really happy we bought this TV. It makes such a difference. It's really enjoyable watching movies and TV on this because it's big and it's. And clear. you turn the smooth scrolling on for some reason because you're a normie. No, are you crazy? That it's so everyone like I when I first got it, I did turn it on. You told me to like play with. Oh, it as a joke, yeah. I, it's yeah. awful. It is terrible. It's scary. It's, it's nause, nausea-inducing. I feel like TVs in the last decade really, really screwed up in two ways, right? So the smooth scrolling, but also like the the advent and the idea and the revolution that 3D TV is supposed to bring and how hard it crashed <laughs> so like two years later. Yeah, that was so dumb. Uh, and, and curved TVs were a thing too, which actually don't look that bad. No, but, but I mean, like really you have to be off. in a specific space for it to actually work, right? Yeah, a friend of mine has a curved TV and it looks pretty good. But, yeah, but I mean, you have to have the space for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in, and it's in his basement, and it's in a, in a big space, so whatever. But like, yeah, so for me, we bought this TV, but I wasn't going to update my Apple TV HD. I was going to say SD. No, HD, Apple TV. <laughs> it's from 2015. It works fine for what it needs to do because it just plays HD content. It doesn't have to push 4K. But I knew there had to be a new Apple TV 4K, so I wasn't going to buy an Apple TV 4K when I got my TV. So if I really need to see something in 4K, I'll put it on the uh, Android TV, which was recently updated, actually. Uh, but I usually watch things on Apple TV. Everybody in the family seems to enjoy Apple TV more. It works better. Now, though, I think it's your unrelenting actually... brainwashing in the family that like makes it's that possible. It's possible. I have things. I, I put the HomePods in the kids' rooms at night, and it just repeats, Tim Cook loves you. <laughs> you just Apple tell Siri, cares. Siri record. Yeah. Um, well, I decided though now they, they've showed this Apple TV. It looks pretty good. Uh, new Siri remote, Brian. Everybody hated the Siri remote, which I actually don't mind. I can't say that too loudly because people get upset, but I actually didn't mind the Siri remote. New one's cool. Uh, harkens back to the days of the iPod. Remember the jog wheel on the iPod? Of course. You can do that with the Siri remote now, which actually seems like it'll work really well for fast forwarding and rewinding things. Just like this podcast. Yeah. You want to hear that over and over again? Play it back and forth. Yeah. Well, I mean, people have people listen to this on their iPods, right? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. They're they're next gen iPods. Which yeah. They you can just still buy. It right? It's iTunes. just an iPhone without the 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 phone capabilities. Yeah, but they don't sell the iPod Classic anymore. No, they don't. No, you have to go to a refurbisher. Yeah, I have one upstairs, a third gen iPod that I got in two thousand four. You could probably sell those to like a, a hipster. Yeah. And then they, they, they carry their, their iMac into, the, uh, into their coffee shop. And listen. Or their Apple too. Oh, yeah. Just, Just over their shoulder. With all the phone cords. <laughs> uh, so coming back to the Apple event, uh, uh, new Apple TV, you're super yeah, excited. That's the one thing I'm definitely going to buy from this uh, event. But next, they announced uh, iMacs. Yes. Really nice. Not for Not for me, because I, my, my iMac is actually bigger than those. Uh, they, they didn't announce the successor to the 27-inch iMac, which is what I have. But this is the successor to the 21-inch iMac, which is now 24-inch. And so thin, the headphone jack cannot be on the back because it would go through the Mac. That's crazy. Yeah, it's that thin. So the headphone jack's on the side. Uh, Ethernet cord can't go on the back. It's on the power supply, which is external. 
Um, but then there's four uh, USB-C, uh, do we say outlets? No, inputs on the back. <laughs> plugs. Let's say yeah, plugs. plugs. Let's go real 90s with yeah, it. Yeah, you can plug in a dongle in those things. If you Like for me, if I got that, I'd have to plug in my uh, USB-A dongle into that. So Yeah, no, I, that's what I got going on here. It's okay. It works fine. I'm pretty sure if they update the 27-inch iMac, it may have more uh, in-out ports. Like the Mac Mini does have USB a on there as well so i'm okay. assuming because it'll be geared more towards uh professionals and uh uh prosumers as well so that's uh, uh neither of us are very interested of course because i upgraded recently you have no need for one but in the future keep that in the back of your mind yeah i'm well i'm hoping whatever the successor to this imac is will sort of look like that uh, people are complaining that it's still too much of a, of a chin and uh, one thing i don't like is the bezels are white which I find doesn't really work well when you're looking at it at a screen. That's true. They don't kind of darker. melt away. Yeah. Um, next, though, they announced the uh, iPad Pro, and uh, that surprised everyone. You're making a funny face. I'm just listening <laughs> to you because you the, the iPad Pro is something I do not care about. Yeah, I have an iPad Pro, uh, which I when I bought it, I felt oh, it's it's not very cheap, but it's not crazy expensive for what you're getting. The iPad Pro 12.9 inch now, if you buy one, you can get a base MacBook Air for like $300 cheaper. Yeah, it's it's kind of intense. Cheaper. But they shoved an M1 chip in there. It's not even the A chips anymore. They put a Mac chip in the iPad. So uh, mixed messaging here. People are really excited about this chip being in there, but I don't understand why they just didn't call it like the A14X or whatever, which is that? what people are saying the M1 chip is. I can't remember when we did this. I think it was a couple of years ago. But remember we had that whole discussion of like, what is a computer, right? Because I think it was over one of these like a- Apple events or like one of these like announcements yeah. of, of updating things. And I feel like I continually come back to that. Like, what is a computer? No, I know. Your, your phone's a computer, really. Like, that's the computer people have. I've learned this by hearing my wife tell me that a lot of the kids doing distance learning use their parents' phone because that's the computer the family has in the house. Yeah. To me, because... it's mind-boggling as a nerd that has like several computers in the house. Well, I was about to say like a well-to-do nerd too, right? Like I think there's a financial barrier you're not necessarily considering. As well, yes. But some of these parents are not like uh, in dire straits financially. They they probably have more money than my wife and I, but they just don't care about having computers. Which is, yeah, it, it's a little crazy to me on that angle specifically. Yeah, like they'll have, a, they'll have a work laptop that they can't let their kid work with, right? So they give their kid the phone. Yeah. And that's it. Uh, last thing to mention in the tech section, Angela, how do you feel about the fact that the uh, CEO of uh, MindGeek's house uh, burnt down recently? Yeah, I saw that uh, today. Uh, he's not the person I know that works there, uh, but uh, my friend mentioned that to me this morning. He said, oh, the, do you know the person whose house burned down? I'm like, no, I don't know this person. <laughs> I just want to add that in because it's a Montreal connection, of course, so why not throw that yeah, in? Yeah, you, you, you've known content. people that have worked there as well, Oh, right? yeah, it's a, it's a right of passage in Montreal. One out of three Anglo-Montrealers who are <laughs> involved in the arts at all will probably end up working at MindGeek uh, sooner or later. Now, do people know what MindGeek is? Like, no. people don't know, really. They, they That's like the parent corporation to put on a paycheck because then when you go work somewhere else they don't really want to see where you actually worked that's true they they are the uh, largest uh, producer and purveyor of adult content in the world they own a myriad sites and uh, uh, apps and uh, even physical media still yeah and didn't they have a uh, bitcoin at one time like not bitcoin but whatever uh a what do they call those things cryptocurrency yes brian <laughs> see your neighbor knows way more than i do she does it's actually kind of intense yeah um yeah no i didn't i i heard about that i apparently it was arson 
that sucks. Uh, not a surprise. I mean, there's a whole. I don't know if you read about this theory that like it's it's the mob. It's possible because um, uh, uh, the, the mind geek was like ruining part of the mob's racket and stuff. It's very intriguing stuff that I I never want to be participatory in in any of it. No, you you're liking your new job. You're not going to go work there, right? No, exactly. I'm I'm perfectly content where I am with my you know uh, uh, non hot button uh, <laughs> you know field of of music. Yeah. And right, for Angela, me, my boring, boring job in education. Cares. Yes. And with that, Angela, let us head on over to the paranormal side. All right. When I befriended a group of aliens just three years ago, I was lost. Do you believe in a cool group of down-to-earth aliens who love to hang out, have fun, and have great ideas about what kind of food you can eat? No, that's crazy. Double density. Welcome back to Double Densing. As always, we're switching gears from tech to the paranormal. But before I forget, Angela, it seems like you have a problem with the internet. I don't have problems with the internet. I So in, in the late breaking news, I dropped uh, an article for you to read in our show notes. And I told you it's very brief. Just go ahead and read it ahead of time. And um, you couldn't access it because you have a, an ad blocker on your router. Yeah. Well, I don't want ads. Sorry. They slow everything down. How are websites supposed to uh, do things, Angela? You know what? You have to buckle down and uh, work real hard, and then you'll make some money. Oh, I see the lie of every single capitalist pig <laughs> of the last hundred years. Yes. Uh, so let us talk about something that is um, uh, a little bit kind of like uh, back in the news, but super interesting. So remember last month, the Suez Canal, ha ha ha, the boat got stuck? Yeah. Was yes. it a curse, Brian? So it might be a curse. So... Um, uh, renowned Egyptologist Zai Hawass. Do you remember him at all in the 90s? Yeah, he was very I, big. Always. Always saw him in every Egyptology like special on TV. Oh, we're going to sh- open this tomb. And they would open this tomb and there'd be like a piece of dust. This is a very important piece of dust. So apparently there have been a lot of issues in Egypt apart from the Suez Canal. Apparently, unfortunately, and we're not making light of this. It's just people linking things together um, here on the New Arab website all about how um, there have been some uh, train crashes and some environmental issues that have unfortunately um, taken a couple lives. And so, uh, and I will quote directly here from <laughs> from the, the article in question here, but with Egypt preparing for an unprecedented Pharaoh's Golden Parade with the transfer of 22 royal mummies in Egypt's new museum in April, some have speculated the plans had triggered an ancient curse. So apparently uh, it's been reported that uh, Tutankhamun uh, allegedly had an inscription written on his tomb that read death will come on quick wings for those who disturb the king's peace um so firstly this has been sort of like a uh not debunked but highly questionable about where this quote actually comes from no one's quite sure if it's true or not but Sai Hawass comes out and says do not worry about the curse of the pharaohs it is not a real thing i i love that they had to trot this poor man out of retirement to talk about this like well, he's poor man i don't know he's he's he strikes me as a bit of a grifter you think if you follow a lot of the stories um, in terms of um, uh, people making discoveries in Egypt, in these pyramids, he's like suppressed information. He's claimed credit for things that weren't his. There's a oh. lot of like really strange uh, procedural stuff that's once you read into it, you kind of get bummed out about. Well, then he's a bit of a jerk. He is. That's what I would yeah. say. All right. Well, then, uh, yeah, trot him out all you want. I Do agree. not let him rest <laughs> like Tutankhamun. Maybe it's his curse. So he used to be Egypt's antiquities minister, and uh, I'm sure that wasn't a shady place either. No, exactly. I mean, uh, given the way that those, uh, you know, have you, you've heard about these like pyramid tours, right? And the money they got exchanged and stuff. 
No, I've never being driven onto the desert. No, okay, all right. Well, no. that's another topic we could cover with someone who's actually been to Egypt and seen the pyramids. But uh, suffice it to say that yeah, Hawass in the nineties, uh, in particular, made a lot of the rounds on television. Right, uh, he was the kind of like the the spokesperson or like the the go to oh, yeah. talking head for for anything Pharaoh related. Was he ever on Ancient Aliens? Uh, most likely, I know that he was on uh, Coast to Coast quite a lot. Really? I didn't know that. And you know that very well because you have every Coast to Coast episode on, on, uh, on not, tape somewhere. Not every. I wish I had them and, on And tape. it's on tape on the back. I see them from here. It's true. Now with my new setup, you can see my tape library. Yeah, you put so. them all. Do you remember that episode of Frasier where Frasier had tapes of himself except for one and he had to meet with a, like a crazed fan to get the last one? Brian, I never really watched Frasier. I tried. I tried. I tried. I'm sorry. So, I never. I watched a few episodes. It was fine. I never got into it. So, uh, how do you feel about the Curse of the Pharaoh? I thought you were say, how do you feel about not watching Frasier? Well, th- there's that too. I mean, Kelsey Grammer, very problematic individual. Um, I bought his uh, autobiography so far for 15 cents while on vacation. Oh. Uh, he fell off a stage once. He did. Um, also, super tragic backstory about a lot of his family uh, being killed or dying. It's very sad, but doesn't really mean he's not a monster. Did he, did he ever open a Pharaoh's tomb? You know what? Uh, 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 Jerry's still out about that one. Now, did we have an episode debunking the Pharaoh's curse at one point? We talked Maybe? about it a lot. I don't know if yeah. we did like a, something dedicated just to that. Yeah, and look, there was some coincidental deaths. Was there a Pharaoh uh, type tomb on the Titanic? Was that something? Maybe. <laughs> was that something? Hold on, that sounds like something that might have happened. Yeah, uh, or was it the Hope Diamond? Well, I mean, the Hope Diamond rested soul still exists. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm typing. Yeah, because the old lady threw it into the water. Oh, Snopes.com's got us. Did a cursed mummy sink with the Titanic? Snopes.com. It's only a ghost story, apparently, according to Snopes.com. Ah, too bad. So now, look, people died when uh, they uh, found these buried tombs and all that. And, of course... That happens because it was the early 1900s and people would die of disease that was likely kept in those tombs ready to attack people when Correct. they walked in. Should have been a uh, pandemic, was, but wasn't. It was not uh, the pharaohs that actually caused it, but it's fun to think about that and very exciting. And is this website like a actual uh, reputable yeah. site? Yeah, they're, they're a news outlet from, uh, okay. from Egypt. Yeah, so you don't need to worry about that. The picture they have him, he looks really surprised. Yeah, like he's being told that he shouldn't go into um, uh, pyramids anymore. Like, it looks like his Indiana Jones cosplay was canceled. <laughs> he found out that Comic-Con was going on this year and he just got real sad about it. Yep. Maybe, like, look, all these tragedies, uh, was Mothman spotted there? Well, it's funny we got Mothman because we have plans for uh, a very fun Mothman episode this summer, right? So I know, I have, not, to get, uh, I have to get that book. You do have to read a book for the episode once in your life. Mm, Remember when we were supposed to cover Bad Blood by John Kerry? Remember that, Angelo? Remember those Halcyon days with your iPad where you could read things digitally? Bad Blood. Is that... I can watch that on uh, HBO now. There's like... You can. It's Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to watch that yesterday and then I decided not to. I watched Sasquatch instead. Did you learn anything? About Sasquatch? Did you watch yeah. it? No. I didn't realize the Duplass brothers were like excited about Sasquatch. Yes. But in that the end, it has, not, it has nothing to do with Sasquatch. Surprise. So let's move on from something old, uh, something blue. Wait, did we actually finish our thoughts on this? I did. I don't like know about you. You went away and started searching Oh, no, I was kind of curious to see if he was involved in other paranormal things that I was uh, intrigued by, but I, I couldn't remember because it's all a, a jumble of things in my atrophying brain, Angelo. I'm curious to see how you're going to edit this all together. It's not going to work out well. Let's be no. honest here. 
What can space be? What can it be made of? What the heck is all those lights out there? Is it just a black curtain with holes in it? I don't know. I'm trying to find out. Uh, let's move on to one of our favorite people to talk about here and someone that I'm highly skeptical about, Luis Elizondo, also known as Lou Elizondo. Uh, so I linked you to an article from futurism.com, which kind of reposts um, um, some stuff that Elizondo had said to the New York Post, the bastion of free press, the uh, the epitome of uh, jur journalistic integrity, all about how it is imminent and clear that disclosure is right around the corner. He was on Zach Saichi's podcast, uh, The Human Project, wasn't he recently? He was. Yeah, he was good on that. I, you know, I, he's he's sympathetic to me, but I mean, sometimes I'm not sure if he's telling the whole truth or if sometimes I feel like he's being bamboozled by people too. Like he's he's being uh, inadvertently used as like a, a disinformation agent, even though he doesn't want to be one. Which wouldn't surprise me, unfortunately, with that. You know, as you peel back the layers here on Double mm -hmm. Density, uh, thinking about, um, you know, modern UFO discourse, I often consider these things about whether or not he is a useful idiot, right? Because that's kind of the term that we use for these people. Mm -hmm. Is that, okay, you're not going to tell me. You're not going to give me more than an mm-hmm with that. Oh, no, I thought you were, no, I thought you were actually going to say something else. No, that's, I that's it. I, think I didn't just want to a, interrupt I, you. I feel like he's a bit of a useful idiot in terms of like the way that he is disseminating information. I mean, listen, Angela, we were supposed to have disclosure in the 90s. We were supposed to have disclosure in 2000, in 2001, in 2002. We always, we're supposed to always have it. But, but then when the five, internet arrives, we're going to have it everywhere. Seven, um, I like eight, uh, Lou Elizondo. Nine, he's not uh, eight, someone who I dislike. Nine, 12, but sometimes 12, I feel, like I said, I feel 14, he's not always telling the truth. 15... 16, You're 17, still counting. 18, 19, and 20. Now in 2021, we are supposed to get disclosure here right now, hot live. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately, um, we have nothing. And do we have to beat the dead horse of the cameras again? No, we're not going to. <laughs> no, but don't. everybody has cameras, no pictures of UFOs. Exactly. Uh, so this is kind of brought about because of the fact that former U.S. President Donald Trump had signed an order saying that, you know, the U.S. government has to disclose what they know about UFOs this summer sometime. But yeah, like everything else, though, isn't like Biden just dismantling all the garbage he tried to do? I don't know if he's done anything, but it's, I mean, it's been mandated and nothing. No one's done anything. So I'm kind of curious to see what they come up with uh, for UFOs. Also, you know, more professionally known and uh, known as UAPs, right? I hate that term, Brian, so much. UFOs. Just call them UFOs. It's more fun. UAP sounds uh, pedantic and pretentious. It's also like if you say it as an acronym unto itself, like WAP, it sounds like like Cardi B and, and Megan The Stallion. WAP. Or you're uh, using a derogatory term of my people. Correct. Uh, do you want to quickly explain what that term actually means? Uh, the uh, the isn't it something about without papers? Even mm -hmm. though I think that was that's that the was cool, actually... that's the story I've heard. Yeah, but I heard that was not true. If only Snopes.com could cover this. Yeah. Uh, we're going deep diving here, guys. It's, uh, it's a hell of a night. led us to WAP, led us to WAP. What does WAP stand for, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Weird-ass protocol, as per Louis Lozano, I guess. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, apparently uh, Andrew Cuomo used the word in 2018. That's cool. UAP? He... No, or WAP. Uh, uh, WAP. Oh. Is he Italian? Okay. 
uh, Andrew Cuomo. I don't know. I don't hmm. know what he uh, who he is. Okay. Okay. There you go. Uh, Etymology. It comes from the word from the Southern Italian dialect term guapo, roughly meaning dandy, dude, stud, or ruffian. As a, somebody whose family is from Southern Italy, I've never heard that term. So it's a, so one of the false etymology, of course, is without papers. So it turns out uh, uh, yes. uh, we, we were both misled in our youths. Yeah. yeah. I got it from that game, Papers, Please. <laughs> did you play that? I played that. I can't remember if I played that. I it think was, I did. It's, it's fun um, for like a, 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 in a dystopian of kind of way. Yeah, I guess. Like, I also just feel, uh, once again, like, you and your narc energy, I think, work well with this game. For as okay. me, I'd let everyone in, sort them out later. I, uh, I, I was mentioning earlier that I watched that documentary about uh, cyber attacks and stuff. And uh, you know who was interviewed in that? John Podesta. And he's interested in UAPs. Well, I mean, you've seen the emails, Angelo. You've seen the Podesta emails. You've seen the Tom DeLong emails. Yep. So there's something. So we are going to have a hot, hot summer of UFO disclosure here as we uh, wait upward the uh, the good ship, uh, double density, looking for the Hope Diamond. The UAP ship. You wish. The uh, United Aviation of Planets. <laughs> oh, great. You're writing a new science fiction franchise. Can't wait to read all about United that. Asso- Why did I say aviation? No, the United Association of Planets. So are you, do you, what do you, like, let's be honest here. Like, I know you're very pragmatic. I'm pragmatic. What, what is going to come of this? Nothing. Nothing Correct. will come of this. Absolutely nothing. It's going to be kicked down the road again. Uh, and l- look, wasn't, uh, I was going to say Stephen Harper, but no, not Stephen Harper. Uh, Stephen Greer promising disclosure. Well, of course. Stephen, Stephen yes. Bassett was promising disclosure. All the Stevens were promising disclosure. All the Stevens of the, the UFO yeah. realm. Yeah. The only one who came through was Steve Jobs with the iPhone. The, the alien phone, you mean? Yeah. Well, that, that is true. That is from 1950s tech. From, well, 1950s in terms of aliens. They yes. They dropped Reverse it engineered. in uh, Roswell. So, <laughs> I mean, like, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take all this with a grain of salt, and I find it interesting that, like, uh, you know, Luis Elizondo is being interviewed and things like that. But uh, once again, like, if they truly wanted information out there, I don't know if they'd use this way of getting it, um, getting it out there um, um, through uh, strange... Uh, I don't want to say like like backwater channels and our back channels, I, but it, it just seems all very strange. And once again, like ufology is all about personality. It just seems like another personality had entered the sphere in late uh, uh, 2017. Yeah, they look, they wouldn't go through Luis Elizondo in the New York Post. They would have a press conference and talk about it like they did with uh, Project Mogul, right? No, I was going to say they they'd finally... have, they'd, they'd start a Substack. A Substack? What do you mean? You, do you not know what Substack is? I have no idea. Wow. Okay. Uh, so it is like the hottest. Does it have like, to do with uh, Dogecoin? No. Doggy coin? N- no. Bitty no, coin? Uh, it could Itty maybe. Bitty coins. Substack Little is actually like a, a newsletter platform. And it's it's real hot right now. I've never heard of it. Wow. Okay. I've signed up to several like, um, uh, newsletters that uh, uh, are hosted by Substack. It's kind of like Patreon, but specifically for newsletters. And I host a tech, tech podcast. <laughs> you do, which kind of, and a paranormal podcast. Yeah, no, I know nothing. Where you can't even open the articles anymore. Yeah, but it's just because I block the uh, the ads from uh, blocking stuff on my computer. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I net you know, nanny myself. I was about to say, net nanny doesn't let adult, like adult, like you couldn't even visit MindGeek's website. You can't read articles that uh, um, uh, demand that you take down your ad blocker. I mean, it's not hard to take off the, the, the thing that's blocking. But I, I think uh, turning off ad blocking is a little more complicated. Fair enough. But uh, I do feel like you and I both hope for more, but we'll never get it when it we comes never to will, no. real disclosure of some sort. 
Brian, I just want good pictures. I know. We still can't get good goddamn pictures. Did you see some of these pictures that were just like a, uh, it seemed like a plane taking out, but it was like night vision goggles from like, a, a, like it was, they were more like semi-official uh, Pentagon videos that just amounted to nothing that everyone debunked super quickly a couple weeks ago? No, I didn't see those. Okay. I, usually like I get turned off by those uh, night vision things because you see nothing. It's like the Tic Tac. It looks like a Tic Tac, but what is it? It's a Tic Tac? Could like be that's the shape of the UFO? No, it's probably something else. It's just so far away you can't visualize it. And uh, I do feel like that's where we always land on these things UFO-wise, like a uh, uh, a broken clock spinning around through the On universe. a record player. On a record player. <laughs> on the back of and the it's, turtle. It's right twice a day. Yes. Yeah, we are. We Double density is right twice a day. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Angela, where so, can people find us on the internet before we close up our, our, our episode 161? They can find this on Twitter. I'm at Angela Fioran. Where are you, Brian? I'm at Brian Hasey. You have much more interesting tweets than I do. I just complain once every month about updating stuff from Apple. <laughs> that is quite true. I'm on the Instagrams. Also, Angelo Furin. You're, uh, you're Brian MTL, right? That's right, because Brian Hasey was taken. Because that's where you live. All, yes, but also because it was taken. And uh, Brian people Hastie can also was, find yeah, our official... Yeah, he's too busy going to like brothels, right? That Brian Hasey? Uh, yes, uh, 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 British brothels. Or yes. selling real estate in Australia. Yes. So people can actually also find us on Twitter at double underscore density as well as on Instagram at double density podcast. They can also head on over to double density.net and, uh, you know, browse around, read our bios, figure out how to properly subscribe to all episodes and as well as read all of our different show notes. If your podcast app, oh, and we didn't talk about the Apple podcast app. No, well, yeah, they, I, I never use it. So. No, but I mean, <laughs> they, they just, announced uh, all these things about subscriptions and all that. I'm like, I, I'm still going to use Overcast. Yeah, most of these apps, uh, podcasts, uh, the the native Apple podcast app is not great. No. Um, I use a lot of native podcasts. No, sorry. Oh, oh he's falling <laughs> asleep here. It's, not even, it's 8.30 no. in the evening and you're falling asleep on me. I use a lot of the native Apple apps. They're fine. But the podcast one, not so much. Yeah, I, I totally understand that. Their music app is fine. You prefer Spotify. I do. I mean, for streaming, yes. For stuff that I can't find anywhere else. The music app is it for now. Yes. For like things like mixtapes. Yeah. If I told you, if I said the words datpiff.com, would that mean anything to you? Daft Punk? Datpiff? (laughs) D-A-T-P-I-F-F.com? Okay, never mind. No idea. It's just more narc energy. Get off my my (laughs) lawn, Sonny. (laughs) Angelo, you know what people could do though? They could go on the podcast app and rate and review us. Yeah, wow. Has anybody ever done that? (laughs) You know what? If so, if people re- leave some uh, reviews between now and the next time they record an episode, let's let's think of something fun to do. Yeah, I'm, we're going to totally read them. That's for sure, and I, uh, we'll talk about them on the show. Yeah, let and, me know uh, how. Like in your review, mention how cool I am and how much of a narc Angelo is. And there's a big divide, but we are two personalities who enjoy coexisting. Yeah, and if you, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be curious if anybody takes up this challenge. Yeah, me too. Uh, but until then, Angela, let us uh, end things here for episode 161 of the Double Density Podcast. And as always, I will see you next episode whenever we decide to record. Hopefully there are no more roadblocks in life. We can keep up with this bi-weekly schedule as we hit summer. Um, I'm really, really hoping for a hot, hot summer of disclosure, though I know it won't happen. And until next episode, Angelo, tune in as I teach you more and more about Substack. Great. And I hope you get some air conditioning for the hot, hot disclosure summer. Oh, I also have central AC. Don't worry about it. Oh, amazing. Congrats. Yeah, that's one of the reasons we took the apartment. Excellent. All right, Angela, see you then. See ya.
No, I know nothing. No, I know nothing. No, I know nothing. I was about to hang up on you. <laughs>